I'm Vanessa Jin, and you're watching 110 Football. Jess, I'm conflicted. On the one hand, I personally love Portland as a city, but on the other, it's frustrating to keep losing to the thorns up there. I hear you. I have a well-known love affair with donuts, and they have some good ones up there, but I'm sick of these score lines as well. Well, we're lucky because today we welcome Angel City's own Tyler Lucy to the show. The former Thorns player will walk us through her journey from Portland to LA. And help us break down Friday's match. It's all next. On Angels Wear Boots. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. You heard that right, we will be speaking with Tyler Lucy in just a moment, but first I have to introduce our fabulous panel. First we have Jessica Black, hey Jessica. Hey, Megan. Don't know if you guys noticed, but Megan looked a little bit taller in the intro. <laughs> Do you want to explain why you looked a little bit taller? Yes. <laughs> they had me stand on an apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even say she it. <laughs> it looked great. I was standing on a platform, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Also joining us is Nina Keeper. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Not sitting on anything to make me taller today. <laughs> and lastly, the tallest person on the panel, we have Lauren Susselman joining us. Wait, wait, wait. It's not Lauren Susselman. It is. Play no. that tape. No, it's not. There's no tape <laughs> is there to play. A tape? Oh, well. oh, oh, there's a oh, tape. There's a tape. Oh, my tape. goodness. I'm bringing a different type of energy. Wait. Is I'm there a tape today, this episode? What? Oh, here we go. I'm ready. Here with Lauren Sesselman. Lauren, how are you? AKA Sess Money, <laughs> and I'm just here for Sarah's drip. <laughs> this is your player card. Yeah, I she's believe. got some so. luscious locks there. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. Where do the rest of us get one? <laughs> um, is this the next? You know, in my ear, Jason's telling me that they're going to be delivered tomorrow. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Along right with the Sess Money shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no! I have a shirt for each of you. Stop it. You can I'm so money excited. Everywhere you go. This I'm is so glad I'm on the show. And if you want one in the chat, let me know. You know where to find me. Let's go. I can't believe you, you hit really that have shirts for us this whole time. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. You know, I'm wearing it to work tomorrow. I'm like that's it. Megan doesn't even know what to say. <laughs> All right, oh, make sure you get in the chat right there. Ask us all your questions. And if you have any questions for Tyler Lucy, oh make sure you goodness. throw those in the chat as well. We'll make sure to answer them for you. All right, like, subscribe, ring that bell. You know what to do, let's go. Hey, mm, We're ready, let's go. <laughs> Drop the merch, Daniel T says. Yes, yes. Daniel, it's coming, baby. Wow. I, okay. <laughs> I, I don't even She's know what done. to say. She's so I'm shocked. Done. I just, I was wondering why she was wearing a hoodie zipped up. Okay. That it makes sense. stains on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, as we mentioned, Angel City stumbled to their second loss in a row and their first on the road. We always start the show off with all the big storylines from the weekend. That was in hashtag trending. But this is a special hashtag trending. However, today we're going to explore last Friday's match with the help of Angel City's own Tyler Lucy. Hi, Tyler. Hi, everyone. Hey, so hi. good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Lauren, 
Love it. I want, want a shirt. One? You want one? Yes, okay, absolutely. Gotcha. <laughs> I know the people. I got you. Yeah. Thank oh, you for having me. Classic. Okay. Well, Tyler, let's start off. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's start off with obvious. This was your first regular season game back in Portland against your old club and your second, including the Challenge Cup. What kind of emotions did you have in each of those matches? Yeah, so obviously playing in Portland for five years, uh, first game back in the Challenge Cup, it was very strange. Um, I mean, five years is a long time. I started my professional career there, um, had so many memories with the team, and majority of the team is still there. So it, it was definitely strange playing there because I know how daunting it is coming in as the away team. And now being on the away team um, was just, it was just an odd feeling the first game. So kind of had to get those emotions out and then feel it out. Obviously the result in Challenge Cup didn't go our way. And then the second time obviously didn't go our way, but I felt so much more all in Angel City. Um, I was now fully invested coming in, like we're gonna do it, we're gonna win it. Obviously we didn't, uh, which was unfortunate, but it's a growth, it's a learning process. But I think the best part was coming in and having all the fans like cheering for me and Simone. Obviously we played for a number of years together in Portland and now playing in Angel City, it was really just special hearing people cheering our names. Um, and it just shows how invested the fans are into you as a player as well and how much effort and heart you gave to them for so many years that no matter where you go or another team you end up being on, there's still that support, which I thought was like the best part of it. Portland fans are definitely the best. They're welcoming of their Timbers and Thorns players, you know, even years after. Did you and Simone have a conversation before the match? Did she say anything to you prior? Yeah, so actually, when we first played in the Challenge Cup, we kind of had similar, like, feelings of this is very strange. You know, this is, Portland will always have a piece of our heart and everything. And then this game, we're like, no, we're all Angel City. No way, we're not messing around. Portland, okay, it is what it is. But uh, for 90 minutes, we don't need to be friends. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Tyler, I have a question for you. So I, I personally know what it's like to transition to a fullback role, because um, I had to do that in my career as well. And first off, I have to say, your work ethic is incredible. I love watching you play. How was that transition for you to step into that role with all these injuries going on? I know it's not easy. It's a completely different mindset. But you stepped in. You were player of the match as a defender. You've been incredible to watch. You've picked everything up, like all the cues, anything to step into that role as a fullback, you've done it. And it's been such a joy to watch you. How was it for you personally? Well, thank you, Lauren. I really appreciate that. Um, it was definitely daunting at first, um, especially against in DC. Uh, I had three and a half days to prepare for that. And in my hometown in front of like 20 plus family and friends. Uh, so, I just needed to know the basics, the principles of playing left back at that time and then switching to right back and then at times going up top. So I think my overall attitude and philosophy is no matter where I am on the field, I'm gonna bring that intensity, that positivity, that grit and that fight uh, for my teammates. And that continues no matter where I'm playing on the field. Yeah. I think I've uh, negotiated with Freya, the only position I will not play and is a hard no to is goalie. There's, Go I'm not, I don't need to do that. You, that's a, that's a no. That is a hard position. That's like a completely different mindset, but like even transitioning from like in the game, you went from like, you know, top to front again. How was that? Because it's, it's, it's very difficult. I don't think people understand the magnitude of how difficult it is for you. So when you had to step back up top, what were, what were you thinking? 
It's definitely a mindset shift. I, cause going from defensive mode to, Hey, I need to stop the forwards to now I need to be a forward again. Um, definitely you have to do it on the fly and that's part of being a professional athlete. So having the support of my teammates and my coaches and all our fans, um, definitely helped me, uh, achieve what I needed to. Yeah. Great answer, Tyler. Um, so quick question for you. You know, you've had to defend against Sophia Smith and Trinity Rodman, and we know they are two very strong attacking players. What was the, kind of the difference in their styles when you were defending against them? Yeah, so obviously with Trinity, I didn't have much time to prepare in that game. So, and she's an incredible player, fast, physical, skilled. Uh, so I know that in that game, I had to shut down her. And that was my focus, just shut down her and her alone. And uh, I know I needed to get to her before she turned and got on a run um, and just bring that physicality intensity that I have. And then with Sophia Smith, obviously I've played with her for a number of years, so I know more of her tendencies. But at the same time, I had to also focus on Rocky and Christine Sinclair and a number of other, other players, uh, which I know their tendency is, as well. So I kind of had to spread myself out a little bit, uh, which was definitely challenging. Um, but having the support of my back line, the entire team, Didi, um, was helpful in terms of transitioning and continuing to play that position. Yeah. So who was harder to defend against between Smith and Rodman? Oh, uh, I, <laughs> they're both really hard to defend against. Um, I'd probably say Sophia Smith because obviously in that game, we unfortunately lost. Um, but yeah, it's, she's definitely just fast, physical and skilled. And uh, it's definitely, uh, it was challenging, but it was fun experience as well. Oh, fun, fun on the defense. Lauren likes hearing that. <laughs> I do, I do. I have to say just one comment because I, knew, I know you do a lot of mentorship as well, but just seeing you transition between all these different um, positions is, is very inspiring for these youngsters to watch and to show like how, coach, how coachable and versatile you need to be as a player because there's a lot of, players that I've worked with that are like, I don't want to step into that role. And seeing someone like you just stepping into that role and being like, I got this and I'm going to give my best ability, which you you are such a workhorse and I love it. So I just want to applaud you and to everyone that's watching. Like, I, I love that what you just represent. So thank you so much. Yeah, they say growth thank you. comes from a place of discomfort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, so. it definitely does. Being <laughs> open go. to it. Yes, yeah, I think, exactly. Lauren, I appreciate that so much. And yeah, I think I try to teach all the young scholar athletes that I mentor, whether it's soccer or other sports, that being able to be open and versatile in whatever you choose to do in life uh, will help you grow immensely, um, not only just in your sport, but in life and in whatever career path you choose to go down. All right, Tyler, I have a question for you as well. So speaking of attack, let's kind of pivot a little bit to the Angel City attack. Angel City has so many great attacking players. You're one of them, uh, Simone Charlie, Kristen Press. I don't have to rattle them all off. You know them as well. You know them well because they're your teammates. Angel City seems to be creating quite a bit of chances, but the ball's not hitting the back of the net probably as much as you know people maybe expected it to. In your opinion, what needs to change or what needs to happen in order for more goals to go in the back of the net? I think it's just that grittiness in front of the goal. Um, the thing is, is from the Challenge Cup till now, we have grown so much. We've created so many chances. This team has so much quality, not only up top, midfield, defense, goalkeepers, that it's really all come together. And we're still growing and learning 
each game and every game, whether we win, lose, or tie, um, we can always learn something um, and figure out how to obviously put the ball in the back of the net. And I think it's just continuing that growth and that consistency, consistency and uh, that grittiness that we have and we continue to you know, find as well in each game. And uh, also the, the goals are coming. The goals are coming. Do you guys put some pressure on yourselves though to try to push that forward and expedite the, the process of trying to get those balls in the back of the net or is it just kind of like it'll come in time? I think it's a mix of both. Um, you obviously, we haven't played together as much as a lot of other teams. We're still trying to find um, that connectivity and that balance together. Um, so it does take time, but at the same time, we know how to score goals. We have scored goals and uh, it, it'll come. All right, Ty, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh. Uh, we have a couple more questions for you. So from the chat, Daniel wants to know, does Freya temper any expectations with the team as far as you know switching positions or is the mentality sky's the limit? I think it's, it's sky's the limit. I think she has an incredible mindset and wherever anybody's playing on the field, she's incredibly supportive. Um, and in terms of all this entire staff, um, when I had to step into outside back, I had so much not only just my teammates, but staff um, supporting me, showing me videos, answering all my questions. Uh, so they're always supportive no matter what. And uh, that's the best part. We love to hear that. Well, one last question for you, a more fun one. Um, in your time here in LA, what are your favorite pockets? Any favorite restaurants, places to go when, when you're not playing? So um, love to go to Malibu, the beaches and everything. Uh, the Sunset Restaurant in Malibu is one of my favorite spots. Um, and then just exploring like short little hikes around here. Um, so there's so many places I still haven't explored. So I'm open to suggestions. Yeah, yeah. do you guys have any recommendations for her? Ooh, there's That's lots of great places in Malibu, but I do have one very important question. I think we'll get in trouble if we don't ask you. We know about No Sleeves FC. What's the <laughs> upper body workout routine? <laughs> yeah, we need to know. My go-to upper body in one of my favorite exercises is pull-ups. Oh, wow. Yes. How many can you do? Uh, well, it depends. So there's different types of pull-ups. So there's obviously chin-ups, but these are real pull-ups. So you got to go this way. Okay. <laughs> so I got a record of 15 and you got to go all the way down. 15. Um, is that so, with or without weight? Do you add anything? Without weight. Without weight. Wow. Okay, first of all, with I think without like, standing wow. on a box. <laughs> you might be the only player that will say pull-ups. Might be the all, I have no upper body strength whatsoever. <laughs> I will never ever say pull-ups yeah, or push-ups ever. I never could. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's incredible. I've been doing them since I was little, so it's always been fun and it's something my family and I did. Um, and then even my dad built a pull-up bar wherever we have moved to or lived to. He's built like an outdoor pull-up bar, so it's always fun and we have like a family um, small competition. So it's fun. <laughs> That's incredible. So cool. I'm impressed. I know my sleeves are probably a little bit too long for you, but we thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us here on Angels Wear Boots. Yeah, thank, thank you, so you all Tyler. so much. Thank you. Thanks, Tyler. Bye. Can you guys do pull-ups? No, no. I, I, I can do maybe one, but it's when I like jump off and like pull myself up. Yeah, I That's can't do all even I got. A, like an eighth of one. When I was in college and I would do like the pull-ups for like the little test or whatever, like my legs would be going like this <laughs> like, to try to get me some leverage. So I think the answer is no. <laughs> oh, Tyler's great. That was a fun interview. Yeah. Yeah, great. she's definitely cool.
All right, well, let's talk a little more about a topic we've spoken about in weeks past and something Tyler addressed, and that's finishing chances. I think we've all said it'll take time for this team to gel and we shouldn't worry necessarily, but shouldn't we still be doing better from an offensive perspective? I definitely think so. I think Didi's doing her part, our defense are doing their part on the back line. You know, we can't win a game if we don't score a goal. And right now we're seeing chances created, but we're not seeing finishing. Yeah, I definitely think in, in certain games it's been a fi finishing issue. We've created a lot of chances and then we just haven't put them away. But against Portland specifically, I just feel like we didn't create that many chances. And I get Portland's a really difficult team to play against. I mean, Lucy already kind of talked about that as well. But it just felt very individualistic once we got into the final third. Everybody was kind of doing their own thing. Um, there was more creation from everybody than actual like somebody trying to get on the end of things. And so it's maybe it's a little bit of um, trying to be the one that gets it over the line and, and does the thing and, and, and gets the assist, but somebody needs to be crashing the box, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like maybe we're missing somebody, like Lucy said, have that grit in the box to yeah. like put the ball in the back of the net. And something you alluded to before we got an error was the connectivity. It just looked disjointed, that game. And from the get, from the, from the, the first whistle, it was like, ooh, it's gonna be, I can tell the energy was low. People were making the same types of runs. It's kind of like they didn't know where to go. And maybe it was a smaller pitch. I don't know what it was, but that that connectivity is going to come with time, as, as Tyler alluded to. Like it, there, it's it's coming. I can feel it, but also I feel like there might be a few missing pieces that we've talked about on previous shows. I still would like to see Charlie get some help up top because the outside the wingers have been having to come back and play a lot more yes. of that defensive role, and we need to get Kristen Press up there more. Um, it, it's coming. I feel it. I did see a lot more from Charlie this game. Yeah. So that was positive. So. so what is that missing piece? What is the biggest issue that this team needs? Is it a proper nine or is it a proper 10? Um, I mean, for me, it's, it's definitely it has to be that nine. It has to be somebody that, like Tyler Lucy said, that grit in the box, somebody who can just put the ball in the back of the net, like whether it's a, a cutback or a cross or a corner or something, we just need somebody that can finish. And obviously we have like Kristen Press, she over the years has really became a true goal scorer, mm -hmm. but I don't think she's a target yeah. forward. She's not somebody that's gonna go back to goal, kind of hold it up for you while your wingers go on either side and, and pass it into the seams. She's not really gonna do that for you. And when you don't have her um, when she's trying to do that creative role and drop in deep, you lose her in the attacking sense as well. So if you bring in a, a nine, they can do two things, finish off moves, but also hold up the ball for the rest of the team. So the likes of Charlie and Tyler Lucy and Kristen Press, when they peel off, there's somebody to pass the ball yeah. into them. Yeah, no, I think you're definitely right. I think we do need that finisher. We need that true nine up top that can start putting the ball away for us. We're seeing a lot of creative attacks and we're seeing like McCaskill and Endo yep. putting the ball where it needs to be, mm -hmm. but we need somebody who can then help Kristen Press find the back of the net. Right. And, you know, Simone Charlie made a lot yep. of great runs. She even stuck with it after getting tripped up on the mm -hmm. turf. Um, you know, I see Benny Vale in the chat. He's saying the number of corners we've mm -hmm. taken and not scored is frustrating. And I totally agree with that. We have these great set piece opportunities mm -hmm. in the attacking third. We need to find a way to capitalize on those. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about this last show. It was like 15 set pieces. This one was just almost as many. Yeah. Um, as so I think it's just working on the set pieces. And, you know, we're always looking for Jill to come off and win those headers. But now they're marking her. And then once she goes and leaves for CONCACAF, who's going to be stepping into that role and winning those headers? We saw, you know, 
Uh, Ricardo get her head on a few. Kristen got her head on a few. It's coming. I feel like it's coming. This was just maybe a little step backwards, but it's okay. I think they're a strong team. Um, they know what to do. And so I think we're going to see a different team step out onto the pitch on Tuesday. Yeah, I yeah. think. Oh, go ahead. 13 headers to Portland six. We're winning the ball in the air, yeah. which is great, but we need to make sure we're putting it in the back of the net yeah. too. I think that's what it comes down to is right now we're lacking the consistency. I think in that forward rotation, I think putting Tyler Lucy into the back has actually kind of hurt us long-term mm -hmm. because we're not able to find that extra connection up top. And I think we might, maybe the missing piece is sitting on our back line right now, but we know Jasmine Spencer, I think is going to be out. I think I heard a few more weeks. Weatherholt's still out. Weatherholt's still out. We're dealing with injuries still. Are we back to that conversation then? Do we have depth? Well, I, I feel like it, it may be what Freya Coombe wants is to have some more attacking players in the fullback positions. But ultimately when you have the likes of like Jasmine and Tyler Lucy playing in those fullback positions, you don't have players that can change the game off the bench either. Because um, really your fullbacks, if you bring them off the bench, like they're not really going to change the game in the final third that much. So I do think we're kind of in a, a depth kind of problem here, but um, I don't want to freak out too much about it. But what I will say is that Angel City has a plethora of facilitators, but not enough finishers. And so either somebody needs to step up and say like, hey, I'm going to get on the end of these crosses or maybe that's something you look for in the market. So we all agree it's a mm -hmm. number nine. It's a number nine. Yep. All right. Final answer. Well, moving on, how many times in your life have you put your favorite song on 10 and danced all by yourself in front of your mirror and thought, I'm an amazing dancer? I all have. the time. <laughs> well, this next class of 2022 is for you. I bet Steph. I bet Steph has some great moves. I'd say Simone or myself. Definitely not me. Me. So far, Carrie has been dancing the most. Well, Carrie is a trained dancer. Um, I'm not sure if she's the best dancer. I've only seen Carrie dance, but like she doesn't do it seriously. But I would say her because she's willing to dance. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, Carrie likes to dance. I wouldn't say she's a good dancer. Carrie Ricard. No, Actually, people have been saying that. Yeah, because they're lying. Um, <laughs> um, Carrie. Many people have said that Because <laughs> she's so bad. <laughs> and it makes me very uncomfortable when she dances. Uh, oh my gosh, they're just I love Carrie's her. so dirty. Yeah. Whole world. Okay. Whole world. Carrie's the best. I, she is, she I, doesn't take life too seriously. No, I had the opportunity to play with her. One of my favorite people. Love her. So is she a good dancer? I actually never, I don't remember her dancing, but I've also had a lot of concussions, so. But if she was dancing, I was probably dancing a lot alongside of her. Because she was just concussed? <laughs> Best money, y'all. Okay. Okay, on that note. <laughs> so who do you think the best dancer is here on stage? I mean. Oh. Well, there's footage of me dancing on one of the the skills challenges that we have. Oh. So there's, there's where is it? Footage go ahead. Is there footage? Show us, show us your moves then. Well, I'm not going to do it right now. You guys have to go check oh. that out. I learned the gritty this weekend. You learned your gritty? Do it. You know what? That is not the gritty. That's like a third of the gritty. No, you see, this is what my feet would be doing if I could stand up and show you. Stand up. Get up there. Come on now. Shoot. You guys. <laughs>
I gotta like, but where does I mess up? I, I have to it, warm Lauren. my knee up. Well, you're you have to warm her knee up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I actually am not bad, but I, I gotta warm up for that. We gotta stretch first, apparently. We don't want Seth's money to hurt ourselves. It's so. almost her birthday in August, so. Yeah. It's almost 40. Um, in a year. I think Lauren is on Carrie's level where she likes to dance. So I don't know about that, but we're just gonna move on to Lauren. Oh, We've hi. done this next segment a couple of times before. Jess did the first and Jen did the second. Now it's Lauren's turn for player rating. Everyone in the chat, tell Lauren why she's right or wrong. All Go right. ahead, Lauren, the iPad and stage. I didn't really yours. want to do this today, you know? You got it. But I think I need to put these shades back on. Oh, she, you know? Why I do this? Yeah. Yeah, no, you I would love your input, everybody. I would love your input. You okay. would definitely tell let's you if you're right or wrong. Injuries. When I'm dancing, yes, no injuries. <laughs> <You're almost. laughs> All right, let's start back to front because we got to start with my defense first. Didi. Ten. I mean, hello. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. She played. I have to give her a ten. I, I'm sorry. I agree. I'm sorry. People can hate on us because there were three goals. I don't blame Dee for been, a like, single eight. one of those. Did you see that one where she was like, Whoa. Well, the, I mean, let's, let's keep it real. It could have been more yes. had yeah. she had not been so Absolutely. good. So, yes. Yeah, 100%. I think she got, like, her fingertips must yeah. have been, like, a foot long because she kept diving and getting those last mm -hmm. second. She deserves a 10, 100%. I kept thinking yeah. about okay. that interview that you All did right. with her. All right, Dee Dee, good job, girl. Yeah. I think All right, really Riley, Riley, my left back, my leader. You tell us. I mean, hmm. you're doing the right Yeah, you guys. Yes, I'm the one doing the right She's trying to get a collaboration. This is not a project. The work rate of Allie Riley, I mean, she got into the attack a lot. She got into the attack. I'm going to give her an 8.5. Okay. I think that's respectable. Yeah, an 8.5. Yeah? Yeah, she was very solid. She always holds it down back there. I like her leadership. I yeah, agree. she's in the right place, right time. I mean, my biggest thing, though, for Angel City is our defensive transition. So we're going to keep getting better at that, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, Reed. Reed. I, I thought she played really well. I think I think she was in the right position. She was Her body positioning was great. Um, I'd probably give her around an, an 8.5. I think it's really hard, okay? It's really hard to play defense. It's not easy. And I think there was some gaps in the, with the midfield and the center backs. So for me, I think it, it's difficult. And Sophia Smith... I mean, you have to give her some credit. She was incredible this game. Yeah. So what do you what do you think? Eight, eight. I, eight? I'd go in eight. That's eight? just me personally. Eight. Now it's become a group project. Yeah, this <laughs> is a project. This is a team. Okay. This is a in the chat. Ryan project. is agreeing with us. He's saying Didi can only do all she can, but it yes. doesn't help when you have a plethora of injuries on your defense. Yes. Yes. I think yes. He's calling out Sarah Gordon. No. So yeah. with <laughs> the injuries on defense and then letting in three goals, you're giving them all eight and a half. <sighs> no, I, there's okay, an eight. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that, yeah, because, you know, I've been in the <laughs> position not... when someone's rating you. And, okay. like, for me, I just, like, I, I have faith in these girls. I've seen such great moments from them. So, you know, it wasn't the best game, but I'm still going to give them higher. So, Jill. Okay. I mean, that that tackle on Sophia Smith. <laughs> I mean, That's what you call a crunching tackle. She yeah. is the enforcer back there. Mm -hmm. She saved us so many times. And I really think that her and Reed are really gelling in that back line. I don't know what your input is, ladies, but I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, She's a leader back there. I'm going to give her a nine. Right. <laughs> face. Did you guys catch a Jess's face? You should have. All right. Okay, am I not, not maybe I'm but not wait, the Jess, right do you disagree? Jess, what are you trying to say with your face? Okay. Okay. Say it. Say it. All, all oh. I'm going to say is that I feel like my ratings were lower and the game that I was rating, we won. 
Okay, okay, guys. Do I need to? Hear? Should she just knock like one point off of everyone? All, all I'm saying is that like, there's room like yes, for enough. these like. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you do you. Yeah, girl. do you? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Vanessa gets oh a nine. Gosh. Okay. This is my positive sus money energy. Yeah. Vanessa yeah. gets a nine. That's money energy. Um, okay, Tyler, my girl Tyler, did you see that goal line save, baby? Oh, that was yeah. Great. yeah. I, I think she played actually very, very well. I think game. so, too. Okay, can we talk about that one um, foul that was called the yellow card that Sophia Smith earned? Mm. Yeah. Was it a foul? You know, she's running into the box. She connects with the ball, and she totally takes out Tyler Lucy. That was great defense. I'm sorry. Sophia, get your butt up. Hello. Oh, <laughs> What energy have you earned today? a yellow for that? Do you think that was a yellow card offense? Yeah. Hesitation. I think so. I, I was trying to think. Like, you know, because whatever. You know, that's the deep defender in me that I was like, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I right. think Tyler's doing a great job yes. playing defense. She's, I want to see flying out of position. Top. She has a never-ending engine, energizer bunny. Like, I mean, if anybody, like, she needs to get a high score because it's hard playing out of positions. No, you she want the high scores. Today, so no, she, she no, I, I honestly would give her, I think she did great. So, okay, Ricaro, 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 I love you, girl. She is a workhorse. Um, for me, I, it wasn't her best game. Yeah, it wasn't her best game. I think there was a little too slow. With, mm -hmm. with the with the movement and and the switching of a point of attack. Is she missing Danny in there in the midfield? I think she's missing Danny, her counter her counterpart in there. I think they worked very well together. And I think you know Clarice stepped in. It was her first game starting. I think they're still feeling it out. But I will say, she kicks back on defense. She works so hard. So I'm gonna give her an eight. An eight. An eight. Okay. But I love her. I love her, and she, she, I just, I love her. Is so. that are you for her dance gonna, moves? Her dance or... moves. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Do you have something to add? All I'm gonna say is that when I was in school, like I would have hoped that you were my teacher. If you were grading my papers, that's all I'm gonna, gonna say ask, about you, that. Are you rating as Lauren their friend? I'm rating as me being on the field with them, okay. as a teammate. As a teammate. As a teammate. Okay. Because this that is just no. That just gives the lens. I'm always for about positive reinforcement because I know what it's yeah. like to be on the reverse end of things. 100 percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Clarice, player of the match. Okay. Glad you thoughts on that. My face on that. <laughs> I okay. I think she 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 was there. She she did she did well. I think we still need to see a lot more from her. I need that you know that little French flair that you know she's supposed to be bringing oui, to the oui. table. <laughs> <laughs> When she went like this, like, <laughs> you know, she was player of the match. I think she was a little hit in the first, the first half. Second half, she did have that nice cross into uh, Kristen. Um, but in the first half, she had that really bad giveaway that led okay. to a goal. Okay, okay. All I can say to that, square pass. That was not a good pass to her. That's that wasn't her fault. Also, yeah. <laughs> Riley, that wasn't a good pass. Riley knows this. She knows. She's a seasoned veteran. She knows that wasn't a good pass. I think she went like this. I hate it. was on me. Led to a goal. Also, biggest thing when that kind of happens, we need to make sure our defensive – that was when I'm talking about defensive transition there. So I'm not going to blame that on her. What kind of midfielder is Clarice? Like, if you had to describe her, what kind of midfielder is she? I don't know much about her yet. I think that's what we need to find out, yes. like over the next couple of games. Like, what what is, what are her strengths? What like what could she add to Ricaro to make that midfield more balanced? Because mm -hmm. 
you know, we had some, some questions around having Ricaro in there by herself with McCaskill and mm -hmm. Endo. I don't feel like there was a balance yes. with, in this midfield either. So I would like to see more of her and see what she can add. I know she's a quality player, but I'm not quite sure what she is, but we miss Danny's grit and defensive presence in the midfield. Mm -hmm. Benny uh, says he wants to see more of your reactions to Lauren's ratings, and I wish you could all see Jess's reactions. <laughs> Benny, am I not doing a good job? Her face is earned. <laughs> I would give each reaction a 10. Yeah, Jess's reactions are in a 10. <laughs> All right, all right, keep going. All right, all right. I'm gonna keep going. All right, what's the I rating? Don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, what's... Oh, she got player of the match. Uh, but eight, eight. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, all right. All right. Uh, Savannah McCaskill. I thought she was a, a bright spot, and I thought she was all over the pitch. Um, I thought she was getting in good channels. Mm -hmm. I think she her work rate is incredible. For me, I thought she was player of the match, but that's me personally. I, okay. You love her. So it's, obviously love. Like, she, she, I no, I just loved her in this game. I know because I, I don't want to talk about her that much. Watching her play sometimes, though, I feel like it takes two or three steps for her to yeah. like get into gear. She's like a slow start and a slow stop, but she is tactically very aware. She makes a lot of great plays. So I agree. I mean, she's still my girl. That's tasking her with a lot of the creative parts of the game. I think she does have to carry it a little bit. And I could, I, I sensed a little bit of frustration. Yes, like definitely. Like you could kind of see it. We have John um, in the chat saying she looked exhausted. Yeah, she, I mean, mm -hmm. she's doing a lot there. So for me, like, I still think she had a, I think she had a great game, but like, it goes back to the individualistic aspects yeah. of the game and the attack. Like she definitely was trying to make a lot happen by herself. And there needs to be way more connection between those, yeah. those front players. But McCaskill, she's so talented. But yeah. even like you said, I think she needs more runners around her. Exactly. Her movement. You know, because, yeah. What, what it's, what's the saying? Work smarter, not harder. And I feel like that is a, yeah. a big thing for this game. Because I feel like they're just all over. Okay, moving yeah. on. Forwards. All right. Endo. I love her. Okay, we got to take the, we're taking the emotion out of this. Okay, okay. But, like, <laughs> I, as a player, I want to be on the field with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but how was she this last game? I think she, she had some good crosses in. She was, she was my player of the match. She's, she's busy. And, like, I think she's been maybe found out a little bit since that yes. that game that she really that she was really good in. One thing I would I I would like maybe Endo not to do so much is just cross it into nobody. We don't actually have the type of team that like there's anybody waiting there for the header. Like we've been so, talking about so maybe just would, you'd yeah. rather her shoot or would you rather her I'd rather her change it up and maybe find a pass and, and mm -hmm. hold on to the ball a little bit longer because when you kick those balls into the box and there's nobody there yes then they just come back at you. And I think yeah. it's like a wasted opportunity. Crosses are good, tons of quality, just need to get some more variety. So what are you rating? Uh, I agree with that, I agree. But um, I think somebody also needs to be there. June should be able eight. to be crossing that eight? in. True. Everyone's guys, getting an eight. You guys, okay. Eight? Eight? Just write eight, eight over the starting game? 11. All right, okay, I'm not good at this. Okay, all right, Kristen no, Press. Kristen Press, I didn't think she got on the ball that much. This, I mean, she had to get that one great header that, you know, went over. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't see enough of her on the ball, but she also had to play a lot more defensive. She was basically playing central defensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so what we wanted to play, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But how much of that is on her? Like, get out of somebody else's position and get up top and score us a goal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I blame her for that. I think it's, like, the symptom of the game and the way yeah. it was going and being pulled back into defense to try to make things happen. Ha help. She needs more help. And then also, Kristen, like, she kind of does this thing as well where she is like, well, I'm just gonna take the shot or I'm gonna take the dribble on. And it just mm -hmm. all goes back to the individual yes. and individual 
aspects of this game. So Kristen, great player. Goals are coming. She's got it. What's your yes. rating? All right, my last one. Did you rate her? Yeah, yeah I gave her an eight. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, I'm not. Okay. All right. You can't ask the past player. My reaction. Uh, Charlie. Charlie. Mm -hmm. I I think this for me. This is one of her better games. Yeah. Huh. And I saw a lot more movement. I saw a lot more like. What do I want? What's the word I'm looking for? Hustle. Like hustle, yeah. yeah. Hustle is the, actually the right word because she was all over the place, um, trying a lot more. And she's she never an gave up. Presser. Yeah. yeah, she's a great presser of of the defenders. Like, there's tons like times where you can just tell she was putting them under a lot of pressure. I like that about her. So. Eight point five. Yeah, I I I, I, I do want to see her getting in that box more. Like, see her do what? And, like turning players a little yeah. bit more. And like what? Really, but she, I will say this: <laughs> she did take players on a lot more this game. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit more. Strength in that box. Yeah. A little more oomph. A little Maybe more, a little like, bit more grit, like, yes. like how Lucy had said. I think yes. that's a really so, good word. Any right. subs you want to rate, Lauren? Um, I think, you know, we didn't. I didn't see enough of a lot of the subs, but let's talk about Nielsen. Well, at least talk about her mm -hmm. coming in because she is going to start playing a bigger role, especially when Jill's they go away for the national team stuff. Um, she lost her player a few times. That third goal. Yeah. When You're going to give her an eight, aren't you? <laughs> 7.999. There we okay. go. <laughs> Lastly, what, what would you rate Freya? Freya and her, her lineup. If you give her an eight, I just... I don't know. What do you guys... I, <laughs> I need help with this one. Rate. I, mean, I know, but like, I don't like rating coaches because you're not in the thick of things. You don't right. really yeah. know okay. what's... Well, why don't we do the entire team overall? Like, take the players out of it. Okay, forget I'm all the your players eights. out and like... So everything forget all of your eights. Yeah, throw it all out the window. As a seven, a, a 6.57 as a team. Okay. Yeah. Is that fair? I think that's fair. I do. And they know it. It's not like, like, I don't want to get tweets from all of you guys. Like, Lauren, Sass Money, what are you talking like that? No, like, you guys, they know it as players. Like, you step off the pitch and you're like, okay, that wasn't a good game. Yeah, I, I'm not happy at all. We're going to do better. Yeah. So, as I said, we're going to see a whole different team on Tuesday. I feel mm -hmm. it. And we definitely felt the effects of this game. I mean, we're finally negative in our goal differential. We dropped on the table to fifth place. You know, this was not fun. It's not fun. Okay, so I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. Sorry, but someone in the chat asked, you, you mentioned tomorrow's game against Houston. Someone in the chat asked what lineup you want to see. Ooh. Ooh. They scored five goals last weekend, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Houston are definitely going to be another challenge. It's another team on the up that's playing really well. You know, <laughs> it's hard because, like, who do we have if we take out all of our injured players? Like, can I make, like, wave a magic wand and make people healthy? Because that's what I would like to do. I would like to see Tyler Lucy be able to play up top. I would like to see us have maybe a new yeah. veteran defender that can help out back there. But I know my starting lineup is going to have Gilles. It's going to have Didi. It's going to have Endo. It's going to have, you know, those are my solid first three players that I base everything around at this point based on performance. Yeah. Um, what about in the midfield? I mean, if I, you don't have Weatherhold, it's hard. I think it's, it's going to be the same lineup. Yeah. I think it is too. And I think that's why we saw more subs from Freya than ever before yeah. is because she was trying to, you know, rest some legs, even if it's just for a little bit, because we've got the game Tuesday, and then we go again on yep. Saturday, back away. And this is because of that rescheduled game. You know, this game yeah. wasn't supposed to be this week. We were supposed to have time to rest. I want I want to ask a quick question before we move on. So out of the, the subs that you saw step on, who would you like to see a little bit more of? 
Who was like prom? Who was like more like promising in your eyes? I I think I go with you with like Paige Nielsen. I would like to see her get a few more playing minutes, mm -hmm. but I think honestly, next Saturday we're probably going to see a lot more of those subs get minutes just because of necessity. Because you're going to need some fresh legs, but. Yeah. I don't think right now we have anybody that I would put into a starting role that's not already starting. Yeah, yeah our car versus groom is definitely going to be entertaining. <laughs> There's going to be some yellow cards. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So looking at the chat, we're going to answer some of your questions. We have Sydney's question with the upcoming international window. How do you think the team will adjust without Gilles, Riley, and possibly Press? We've, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last yeah. week, seeing some of those rotations now. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. I think they're going to struggle. Those are three... Three. Really big personalities yeah. in terms of leadership and um, senior presence. So I think I, it would be fair to say that they might struggle a little bit just to deal without those personalities in the team. Gilles has been by far, for me, mm -hmm. our best player consistency-wise and mm -hmm. giving us that, that sturdiness in the back. I don't know what else they have um, in terms of depth in the center back position, but stepping into that is going to be difficult but there's opportunities for other players to shine and show what they have to give. So it gives Freya a chance to look at new players and she's seeing them at training, but mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, like I think they're going to struggle a little bit without those personalities, like I do, so. Who do you yeah. think needs to step up in their absence? I mean, I think Spencer's gonna be the one to step up personally. I think Spencer's got, what, a decade in this league? Mm -hmm. You know, you'd never know it, but Spencer's got that veteran attitude. She's got a go-getter, good personality. I think you're gonna see a lot from Spencer, assuming she can get healthy. Mm -hmm. I need Danny Weatherholt back in this yeah. team. I think mm -hmm. if she, like, we need somebody in the midfield in the engine room to really own the game. And one thing I will say is that watching games without her, you can just tell, like, there's something not there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously like Savannah McCaskill also has to be somebody in terms of creativity and stepping up in that final third, I think. So yeah. Benny in the chat says, I think we need to sign another midfielder. Do you agree with that? Or do you think it's just the, the health of our midfield? I say more forward than a midfielder. Because mm -hmm. we really don't have anybody that can step into that nine role. What we saw a glimpse about? for like two minutes of Taylor. Mm -hmm. I still don't know enough about her as a player. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's a forward more, we have a lot of midfielders. Mm -hmm but it's just finding the right three in there that are gonna work together, I think is the, the biggest thing in gel with the wingers. Yeah, so I got three separate questions online earlier today about the play of Kristen Press. So I wanna pose this to you all. Um, is she not getting the right connection? Is that why Kristen Press isn't scoring? Or do we need somebody like Tobin Heath signed onto the pitch? <laughs> or, <laughs> okay. or is Kristen Press not playing in the right position? Should she be a number 10? Should she be a false nine? You know, what are we thinking? Why is Kristen Press not doing well, press things? I, w I was gonna say that like, when we were kind of talking about who should play, um, you know, in the next game, I actually would like to see Kristen Press in the central role mm -hmm. and Simone Charlie and um, June. maybe June on the other mm -hmm. side because Kristen knows how to play through the center. And I think Charlie is more of a wing presence. So for me, I would like to see maybe Kristen play more central. I know when she played for Manchester United, she played through the center. Mm -hmm. And, but the, 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 the problem with that is, you know, you need runners around her. You mm -hmm. need people making runs so that she can do her thing. And then you also need um, somebody that can stretch the defense so that the center backs don't just converge on top of her. So it's something I would like to see. Kristen Press is a quality player and she'll figure it out, but the group just needs to figure it out. I don't think there's anything wrong with 
we'll see press do press things when they start to gel a little bit more. But I would like to see her play central, mm -hmm. um, especially if she's going to be dropping in. Mm -hmm. It would be better if she had two runners on the outsides of her. Yeah. Know? So you think more of a false nine. Yep. All right. They did try her. There. Which game was that? Um, she was playing the, the nine spot. The did she have? But did she yeah. have Simone Charlie on the side? Of, she did not because Simone was injured. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I do like that, and I'm intrigued. I think that's something. And McCaskill in behind. I think mm. that yeah, that is a like a vibe that I would like to see. But like, would it look like that? <laughs> Freya, call Jess. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Freya, call me. Anyone knows Sarah Lubert? We've got Gerardo in the chat saying we should sign her from Chicago. I I don't know her that well, but I know that she is is a quality player. Sarah Sarah probably would know her, right? Yeah, Jen. Yeah. Well, I think we actually talked about her another show. I think they weren't there at the same time oh, okay. when they were at Club America. Okay, so we have this question from Paula, and I think it kind of comes to what we've been talking about for most of this episode. What position would you guys want a new possible transfer to be playing? Do you want it to be that number nine, or do we need more help in the defense? Sounds like we have the midfield, we just don't have the right rotation. So what is like? Yeah, priority. I'm going to agree with what Lauren just whispered, actually. I think we need... I didn't hear. I didn't hear <laughs> Go ahead, Lauren. Okay, you go... Okay, because I'm always going to say, I think we need another outside back. Another defender. I was going to yeah. go with a good, solid veteran center back. I think we need a center back. Yeah. Because, I mean... Re oh, a defender. Re Re yeah. Re and do are doing such a good job, and, like, mm. their partnership is something that I couldn't f have foreseen. Like, when Megan came in, it was like, oh, this works. Um... But I think, like, the best center-back partnerships have a difference. They play yeah. off of each other, and it's like a puzzle mm -hmm. piece. Gilles is more of, like, the aggressor, like, the enforcer, that kind of player. We don't actually have, like, a ball-playing center-back, and I do think there's times where it'd be nice to see a nice little clip ball over the top or to see a ball in between the lines and just a little bit more control from the back, especially when you see, like, Ricaro and, and Weatherholt struggling to, to play from the midfield. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead, go. I want to go off of that. Yeah, go. A left-footed center back. So Ooh. you want to? Are you play. up for the job? No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you talking about yourself? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> She's pitching herself no. right here. And any coach and anybody in the chat would actually probably agree with that. That when you have a right-footed center back playing in that left-footed role, it's very difficult because they don't want it, they don't feel as comfortable playing those balls. Yeah. So Giles is great on that right side, and and Reed's doing a great job too. So maybe we need some more lefties. I mean, yeah. so. To Lauren's point, I think would having that outside back come in put um, Jasmine and Tyler back in their true positions. Yeah, and I think that's really what we're looking for. You know, these girls were signed as forwards, and we haven't really given them enough opportunity to play their true positions. And I think that could make all the difference as we go forward, having them step up and, you know, start scoring goals. I mean, I'm dying to see Jasmine Spencer in the forward position. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. when you watch her get into space and, like, she's so good at, like, beating the defender and, like, getting past them. And, like, I don't think her her talent is being wasted at outside back because yeah. she's no. just so good there. But it would just be nice to see her there, like, because that's definitely her position. And obviously, like, Tyler Lucy as well. Like, we're losing a little bit of her, her dynamism up top. So, yeah, for sure. And outside back would free up some of our players to play in their right positions. Great stuff, all. Thank you for getting the chat popping once again. Oh, nice. Really good conversation. Well, it's time to put a bow on today's episode, and as we always do, it's stoppage time. So, Cess Money. <laughs> yes, all. Right. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> all right, everybody, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. I know there's been a lot of chit chat on Twitter, but we saw yesterday that the Canadian men's national team did not step onto the pitch to play Panama, and it opened up the conversation of equal pay, and they pointed out put out a joint statement, the national teams, the men and women's team, 
um, alluding to that they want the equal pay, which yes, yes, yes. Now, I will say I do feel bad for the fans and everyone that, that traveled to go to that game. Um, so I do not agree with that aspect of it and maybe the timing of it. But they did come out on Friday. They weren't going to come out and step onto the training pitch. So there was talk of this earlier on in the weekend, and then they decided to not go through with the game. Um, but I, I do want to say, and I want to give kudos to our men's team as well, the fact that they want to join forces to help us get that equal pay, for me, it means so much. I, I almost had tears in my eyes yesterday when I was reading it because when I was playing, we, we didn't have much of a voice. We weren't really allowed to have that conversation. And so now... You know, having other national teams step into the forefront with that and ha starting that conversation has allowed us to step in and have that conversation. And I have to say thank you to our men's national team and uh, women's national team. Go get that bread, honey. You guys, <laughs> let's do this. CSA, Canadian Soccer Federation, please let's make this happen. Um, these players, they deserve it. They put so much time, blood, sweat, and tears into this. You know, I saw a lot of conversations on Twitter saying they should just play for love of it. They should play for love of the country. It's not that easy. Mm -hmm. This is our livelihood, especially on the women's side. We made absolutely no money when we were playing and we missed out on so many things and we put our heart and soul into it. We deserve it. The time is now. We were selling out. We were winning championships. We are doing everything that is needed to win that money. So I just want to say thank you, men's national team. Thank you, women's national team. And thank you to all the past national teams that have been stepping up for the fight for equal pay. Lovely. Yeah. Wonderful. Love yeah. that. That was really good, Lauren. Thank, thank you. Jess? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my stoppage time is about Katerina Macario. If you've been living under a rock, she <laughs> tore her ACL. And seeing that news the other day on my Twitter timeline was like, a pit in my stomach like my mm -hmm. heart dropped because I'm just thinking this is somebody who and she she put out a, a um, an IG post talking about it but she's somebody that you know a lot of us have been following since her Stanford days like when you saw her play for Stanford you just knew like she was going to be something special and you know a couple years beyond that you know going professional early and going to Europe of, of all places and playing for Lyon which is one of the best women's teams in the in the world it's seeing her growth has been so fun to watch mm -hmm. and her first season she had five goals and one assist and this season she had 14 goals and five assists exponential growth for such a young player winning the champions league with leon having a big part to play in that and also getting her chance within the u.s women's national team it's devastating to hear this news and so she will miss on will miss out on world cup qualifiers with the u.s and I know we're all just hoping for a speedy recovery for her for the World Cup because she's going to be a special player for the U.S. Women's National Team and for Lyon. And I don't know, it just, it hurts to see this. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Sarah Gordon, who's um, also works with 110 for Angels Wears Boots, she is dealing with an ACL injury as well. And just seeing like what she has to go through to rehab, it's no joke. And some players come back nor like the same and some players never come back. The, the same as they were before. And it'll be a shame if that happened with Katarina, but I don't think that'll happen with her. She said, I'll be back better and hungrier, and I believe her. And I don't know if you'll ever watch this, Katarina, but if you do, we're all hoping for a speedy recovery for you. Like you're, it's been so fun watching your growth. And so it's, it's bad luck. It, it 
happened at a bad time, but at least maybe you can be there for the World Cup because I know you're gonna be a star. So that's my message to you. Love yeah. it. We're wishing her a very speedy recovery. Yeah, definitely rest up and get well soon. Mine's a little happier, my stoppage time today. Uh, we've talked a lot about equal pay and investing in women, and here we go. We've got some good news coming to you. Casey Current have unveiled plans for their new stadium. It's going to seat 11,500 people, costing them $117 million. This is going to include their very own training facilities, and this is the first NWSL stadium in history. This might be the first women's soccer stadium. So this is dedicated just to KC Current and we're so excited, expected to open in 2024. So get your airplane tickets and hotels booked now. Let's all go on a road trip or a- I'm coming out of retirement. Oh, oh. <laughs> You're gonna go play? Can I say that I was with KC for the inaugural year and we were playing at a high school. So to see the growth- Wow. Wow. Oh my is gosh. Absolutely insane. And like, I'm so jealous, like looking at that right now, but credit, to everyone that's involved, like, that's awesome. I love it. You know, we have to invest in women. This sport is gonna be huge. We're already seeing it in the attendance. We're seeing it in the fans. We're seeing it in the players. We've got talent growing everywhere in this game. And I'm just glad to see that the women are finally getting the platform they deserve. And, you know, they'll probably invite you back. I'm just saying. She Call might me. dance for you all. <laughs> yeah, she will dance. <laughs> just make sure you all invite her out. If you <laughs> Well, before we leave you, just a bit of housekeeping. For all you audiophiles, don't forget this show and LAF 360 are available as podcasts as well. Just search 110 Football on your app of choice and you will find us. We'll be back with you next Monday to talk about tomorrow's Houston Dash match as well as Angel City's visit to Louisville at the weekend. LAFC 360 will return on June 20th after the international break and LAFC's trip to Seattle. All right, everyone. What a fun show. I loved Woo. it. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you so much to Tyler for joining party. us. <laughs> dance party. Hey. But I won't dance. We'll watch more dance. You have my shirt, right? Thank you, everybody. Yeah, where's our shirts? You have my shirt. Yeah, yeah, shirt. Shirt. Like, subscribe. <laughs> so, she don't have no shirts. shirts. She, she doesn't have shirts. shirts for us. <laughs> have all 110 football and subscribe to this channel.